Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hey, women's basketball fans, Erica Lindsay Ayala back to you. My first time this week, I had some family stuff. We laid my grandmother, mi abuela, to rest. Ismenia Ayala, what a life she lived. So I've been with family, uh, but now I'm back with my basketball family, and we're going to do a few updates. So usually on Tuesdays, I'll, I'll walk you through the updates, but we'll do that today on Thursday. And actually... As I mentioned in the promo at the beginning of the show, there's some news that I think fits perfectly into this Michelob Ultra uh, Player of the Week. I think you're going to love it. I know I I certainly love it. So look out for that as we transition a little bit later from this first segment to segment number two. Last week, I said I wanted to talk about the New York Liberty. And... um, The New York Liberty is a team that, man, if I'm being honest, they perplex me. I have been very critical and I maintain my criticism of Walt Hopkins and his system. I think the system, what we can agree on, is that we did not get to see the full potential of the Walt Hopkins system, basically a five-out system, everyone shooting three-pointers. We didn't get to see that. So then my biggest criticism of the New York Liberty and, and Walt Hopkins is if you knew you didn't have the goods uh, and you didn't have the players that you necessarily wanted to run that system, then why still try to run it? You're not going to get a good assessment or evaluation of the system if you have players that are not built for that system. I think the answer, though, um, that I guess I'll have to resign myself to is that the system and staying true to the system last season was not so much about the rookies, but it was about perhaps some of the baby vets. Because of the baby vets, that was the name given to Amanda Zowie Kia Nurse, and Kia Stokes, only one of the three baby vets remains. And that is Stokes. And I, I, I found that interesting. It became pretty clear that Stokes was going to win out over Amanda Zowie B as far as maintaining in the Walt Hopkins system. There were a few things that happened. Zowie got benched on her birthday, for example, that, um, you know, just kind of signaled that that was happening. Although, in theory, I don't disagree with that. I think that not just Walt Hopkins, but... Amanda Zowie B, in her tenure with the New York Liberty, was underutilized. And I have said this before, I'll probably say it again. It was unfortunate that we couldn't get 2019 Zowie in particular to really thrive while in New York, in such a fantastic market in New York. And I questioned whether that would impact her ability to move elsewhere. I've also said the same thing about Kia Nurse. 
I didn't necessarily think that Kia Nurse should be moved from New York, but I understood why she could be moved because, in my opinion, Kia Nurse had some of the highest value added to any WNBA team on the New York Liberty roster last year. So if Kia Nurse wasn't necessarily the right fit, then you would want to trade Nurse uh, to try and get something in return, which of course is exactly what the Liberty did. They traded Kia Nurse. Zowie was a free agent, so that's a little bit of a different situation. But we we saw that Megan Walker and Kia Nurse were traded to Phoenix. That made space, of course, for there to be... Also, there was that trade with Seattle that brought Sammy Whitcomb uh, to New York. It also brought Natasha Howard to New York. Stephanie Talbot was in the mix. So let me kind of explain what the New York Liberty did in the remainder of this segment. And then in the next segment, we're going to hear from a few of the people that have been moved around. So here's how the trade went down. Uh, This is from, let me get the date for you, uh, February 10th. Uh, So the New York Liberty announced that Nurse and Walker were traded to Phoenix Talbot and the 2021 number one overall pick that the New York Liberty got in the draft lottery head to Seattle. So here's how everything went down. The Liberty acquired the sixth overall pick in the 2021 draft and a 2022 first round draft from Phoenix in exchange for Kia Nurse and Megan Walker. So again, Nurse and Walker to Phoenix. New York gets the sixth overall pick this year and a first round pick in 2022. New York sent the 2021 first overall pick and a 2022 first round pick that they acquired from the Mercury trade to Seattle. They also sent their own 2022 second round pick. So just again, Seattle's getting this year's first round, um, excuse me, they're getting this year's first pick overall. They're getting the New York Liberty's 2022 first round pick, and they're getting the 2022 second round pick that New York got from Phoenix in exchange for Natasha Howard. This was a sign and trade deal. That's a lot. Is it too much? I guess we'll know after Howard plays at least one season in New York. So, you know, first overall pick. Mm, Howard, I don't know would be worth the 2020 first overall pick, the 2021 pick. There's so many things. Why is that devalued? There was no NCAA tournament last year. Uh, There's been a severely challenging NCAA season because of COVID in 2021. Are we going to get a 2021 tournament? Who knows? Who's coming out? Who's not? eligibilities all over the place and you know not for nothing but New York kind of needs to move on from having rookies I've always wanted to see them have veterans so you know I know a lot of people want to argue this that the third 
about the value of the pick, that's almost impossible to determine right now. I think that this is a good move. I think Howard, and I've spoken about this, is a good move. Sammy Whitcomb, for the system that that uh, Walt wants to run, good move. What I don't like about this is losing Nurse. I don't like it. Uh, Kia Nurse, defensively, I like what she's done. Also, along with Zowie B, I do not feel that Kia Nurse was, ex- it was uh, utilized properly. She was a number 10 pick for the New York Liberty. I don't know. I think that you could have seen more. And then Megan Walker, you kind of, they, they kind of um, unload Megan Walker here. We still haven't gotten media availability from Megan Walker. So I don't know what's happening there necessarily. Might have to do some digging there. So I wanted to break that down for you. I know that was a lot of information with a little bit of analysis, but I want to talk about Sammy Whitcomb. Um, I'm going to save my analysis on Amanda Zowie B for next week because it's not really New York Liberty specific anymore. It's now more about Los Angeles. And I, I learned some interesting things by tuning into the Amanda Zowie B press conference. So let's talk about Sammy Whitcomb. In the next segment, before you hear from Sammy Whitcomb, you're going to hear from arguably, not, not really arguably, the greatest guard in New York Liberty history. And I happened to talk to this person prior to the trade. And they talked about Sammy Whitcomb. And I talked to Sammy about what this person said about them twice now. Uh, once last year when they were when Sammy was with Seattle, and again just today. And so you're going to hear what Sammy Whitcomb thinks um, she can bring to New York, and if she can live up to the high praise that this legend has given and bestowed upon her. All of that is coming up next on Locked On Women's Basketball. But uh, as promised at the beginning of the show, I want to present to you the Ultra Player of the Week. And, you know, I got to be honest, it's a little bit more like Players of the Week. uh, And you'll find out why. You know, it's about being happy. It's about having happiness in life that then breeds success. And the ultra player of the week, players of the week, uh, I'm going to read directly from Dewana Bonner's Instagram account, and I'll link it in the show. You know how sometimes great things happen and you really don't expect it? Well, this is one of them. Heart emoji, heart emoji, two exclamation points. I know some may have a lot of questions, but I didn't post this picture for that just to show pure happiness. Three exclamation points. This is how I ended my Valentine's Day. Two exclamation points. Laughing until my belly hurt with this amazing human. Two exclamation points. Two heart emojis at a Thomas underscore 25. Congratulations to Duana Bonner and Alyssa Thomas 
on having this absolutely delightful moment. You have to see the photo. They're laughing. It's a selfie. They've got matching Valentine's Day bottoms, one primary color black with red hearts, one primary color red with pink hearts, white tops, smiling faces, a moment of happiness, a moment of joy, absolutely loving and enjoying that moment of life. And again, Michelob Ultra reminds us it's only worth it if you enjoy it. For my first Michelob Ultra Player of the Week, or again, Players of the Week, I had to crack one open for the happy couple, Duana Bonner and Alyssa Thomas, who are teammates, of course, with the Connecticut Sun. So I'm really glad that we got to do that this week of all weeks because I don't know if I can top that. I don't know if I can top that for Ultra Player of the Week. It's fantastic. It brought a smile to my face. Are you happy because you win? Or do you win because you're happy? And these might be questions we get to ask with the Connecticut Sun, knowing that these two will be on the court again together. So I don't have more for you in this episode yet, but we will keep apprised of what appears to be the newest WNBA couple, Dewana Bonner and Alyssa Thomas. Congratulations. Again, my first ever Ultra Players of the Week. Brought to you by our newest sponsor, Michelob Ultra. Happiness, enjoyment, and joy. That's what it's all about. Oh, man. I tell you, Tiffany Woosley was... Um, um, a sneak peek for the comments. Uh, you couldn't leave this kid open. You could not leave her open. Worked hard, hard-nosed uh, kid who got out there and really gave everything that Van Chancellor asked her to do. But when you're playing with the players she had an opportunity to play with and being able to shoot the ball the way she was able to shoot the ball, you just sit over in the corner and wait. You sit over in the <laughs> corner and wait, and that's exactly what she would do. She would do her job. She knew her role. And when it came down to it, they trusted her. They put the ball in her hand. She didn't knock it down. You who's, play with those players. Who's a player in the WNBA now that you think would, would be a good comp? Just a player that, as you said, on a stack team, but when when their name and number is called, they're ready for it. Who would I pick their names called in this season? Um, gosh, I can't think of one right off the head, but uh, oh gosh, her name just escaped me. Seattle Storm. Uh, she's been back and forth in the lineup. Australian? Sh- shooter, 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 shooter. Name just escaped me. How can her name escape me? Is she Australian? Yes. Wickham. Wickham. <laughs> she's been back and forth in the lineup. Sammy Wickham. Back and forth in the lineup. But when she's called, mm. she knows her role. Mm. And that is when I get it and I'm open, I'm shooting. And she does that so, so well. And she doesn't go away from that. And you want players who don't go away from their role or try to do too much or do what they can't do or or take them out of what they do best. Mm -hmm. She comes in and she does exactly what is asked of her. That ball comes in her hand. She, boom, you live a little space, it's gone. And I'm telling you, every time she releases it, if you look, the bench is up. They're up. They're thinking it's good every time she releases, and she's running back thinking it's good. That's a lot of confidence in self and, and your teammates having a lot of confidence in you. But I, w- I would say her. But she's been back and forth in the lineup. But when she's called, she makes it work. 
she yeah. makes it work, and she's 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 been a, a liberty killer sometimes. She, she yeah. gets us sometimes. She gets Barclays. us. I'm just gonna be she honest. gets us. She gets <laughs> us. But you know, we'll be back. That was the voice of the one, the only, the only owner of the shot, Teresa Teaspoon Weatherspoon, Hall of Famer, Naismith Hall of Famer, Women's Basketball Hall of Famer, formerly with the New York Liberty, now with the New Orleans Pelicans in the NBA. And... Shout out to Beyond the W. This was a partnership that I did with Beyond the W. And Teaspoon and I were opening these cans of Pinnacle WNBA cards. They came in like a soup can. And I asked Teaspoon to crank open a can with her picture on it and go through the cards. And when she got to that card, I asked, who's a comp? Who's a player that gets it done on a championship team? Underrated, but absolutely lethal. And the first name, eventually, <laughs> that Teaspoon came up with was Sammy Whitcomb. That was uh, recorded the year that Teaspoon went into the Hall of Fame. Uh, the week, re-recorded that the week, I believe, she went into the Hall uh, almost said Hockey Hall of Fame, I'm, I'm still in my hockey mode, that she went into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Now we're almost three seasons from that moment, and Sammy Whitcomb is playing for New York. Can you believe it? I love a good callback. I love a good callback. I have been waiting to use this clip that, again, my good friends Beyond the W helped me capture, and I think I found it. Sammy Whitcomb is coming to New York, and I asked Sammy Whitcomb about this moment when she played for Seattle. Here's what Sammy said about being bestowed in honor by the one, the only, Teaspoon. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Burkowski hosts a breakdown of the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. I spoke with Teresa Weatherspoon a little over a year ago. And uh, she was going through old WNBA cards, and she came up on a player, Tiffany, I think it's Woosley. Um, and she said that you reminded her of Tiffany mostly because of your tenacity. And she thought that you were a very underrated uh, player, but that was certainly lethal, especially against the Liberty while she was still with them. I'm just curious your reaction to, to hearing uh, Teaspoon give you high praise. Well, that's obviously an honor. Um, I... She's amazing. She's phenomenal. She's someone that I really enjoyed watching um, when I was, you know, growing up and dreaming about playing in the league. Um, you know, she's she's just one of those players that's exciting, passionate. She's tenacious as well. Um, and I think to have someone like her say that about you is, you know, you can only just take a lot of pride from that. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty special to hear. Thank you. Really neat. 
Thanks, Erica. Thanks, Sammy. So now, of course, Sammy Whitcomb is with New York. She made her media debut with the New York market, virtually, of course, from Australia. Um, today, earlier today, woke up early, getting back into the swing of things and got to speak with Sammy Whitcomb. And you're going to hear a little bit about me. Yes, like I said, I love a good recall. I ask Sammy Whitcomb again about now, not just being given that honor from Teaspoon, but now playing for the franchise that, that Teaspoon essentially built. Not in the house that she built it, uh, but, and not with Teaspoon, sadly, anymore. But, uh, you know, what, what Sammy's uh, looking to do, and she also got into a few other things that I think are worth talking about on the show. So all of that coming up next on Locked On Women's Basketball. Did you know that betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action? It even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. That's right. BetOnline covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. It's all in real time with uploaded odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. So head to the website or you can use your mobile device to sign in today and you will receive 50, your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online AG, your online sportsbook experts. And hey, don't forget that promo code is locked on. That will give you 50% on your welcome bonus on your first deposit. It is time to talk about rockauto.com. One reason to repair and maintain your car is, of course, so that you can save money to use on important things like snowblowers, for example. Uh, rockauto.com, they have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, lamps, motor oil, and yes, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. So go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your car or truck. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Thank you much, Sammy. Welcome to eventually New York. Hope you're doing all right. Um, I wanted to ask you again a question that I asked you at the beginning of last year. I, I asked you about um, a comment that Teaspoon, Teresa Weatherspoon made about your game. And mm -hmm. um, she basically said that you're the type of player that knows her role uh, you are a Liberty killer, especially in Barclays, um, and that you're exactly the type of, of player that a coach would like to have on their team because you know your role. And when you shoot the ball, the teammates, the bench, everyone in the arena knows it's going in. Um, what do you hope your role will be? Um, and how do you hope you can fulfill what Teaspoon uh, said about you now playing for, uh, you know, the franchise that arguably she put on the map? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think my, I'm so excited about just a new opportunity, I think, um, about what New York is trying to build and trying to do there. Um, 
I really loved my my time in Seattle and I thought I think I um, tried to make the most of that opportunity to really develop and grow um, and obviously I did that I think within a role that they had for me there which was um, you know really exciting it was a it was a role that was a part of two championships so it's something I'm incredibly grateful for um, I think I'm at a stage now where um, I'm excited about the opportunity to to grow into a larger role I hope so whether or not that off the bench um, or not to be seen something that I'll um, continue to work you know and to develop towards but I think hopefully just um, yeah, I don't know whether it's just uh, a greater presence um, and a greater role within the offense within the systems um, whether it's just uh, maybe a more consistent role as well um, game to game but definitely just looking to I think expand um, what I can do and how I can contribute, obviously, with the shooting, but hopefully more um, facilitating, creating those kinds of things, too. Um, and, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, I can be a part of this group that's really going to, um, yeah, just be on the rise again for, for New York, for the Liberty. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked on Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked on Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. I have been a Sammy Wickham fan for quite some time. I agree with Teaspoon, um, and I remember that game that uh, Sammy played in New York, first game under uh, new ownership, uh, played at Barclays. The uh, Liberty were playing out of Westchester County, but they played at Barclays, and Sammy Whitcomb was the show that night. Sammy Whitcomb absolutely made a name for herself in Barclays, uh, let me read the stats line for you. Sammy Wickham was uh, four for six from the three-point line. Uh, two offensive rebounds, four assists, three steals for 15 points in just over or just shy of 26 minutes played. Uh, Sammy Wickham was noticeable. In this game, the Seattle Storm spoiled any kind of homecoming of or of of sorts. Uh, they won. Seattle did eighty four sixty nine. This was the first ever regular season game that the New York played at Barclays. They played against the the uh, Chinese national team in the preseason, but uh, the Storm ran away with this one. And uh, I remember Sammy Wickham having a great game. And so that was obviously fresh on Teaspoon's mind um, when she made that comp, uh, probably. But um, Sammy Wickham said that, uh, hey, she said it a few times today, actually. She's happy to be known as a lights-out shooter, but... Uh, she was also prompted to talk about her defense, um, which I thought was interesting. Uh, but I want you to hear about uh, leadership. 
because I, I definitely want to get into defense. I just want to get into it. We're going to have a good conversation about New York Liberty and defense. I, I feel it coming. I feel it coming. But uh, I'm going to leave you on this episode, this Thursday episode of Locked on Women's Basketball with Sammy Whitcomb talking about what she hopes to do from a leadership perspective. As always, Erica Lindsay Ayala coming to you. Glad to have you with us here for Locked on Women's Basketball. I'll catch you next week. Stay warm, especially if you're in New York. Ta-ta for now. You obviously will be coming in with a teammate that you've played with. Um, I wonder what you believe will be some of the advantages to that, and what are some of the ways that you want to challenge yourself or you know, maybe think uh, differently about how to approach your new teammates in a new environment? I definitely think that uh, like familiarity with the players is really important. Um, so obviously not just knowing Natasha, but having played with her, having won with her, having competed with her, um, I think will go a long way. Um, I know that, you know, she knows what I'm capable of and vice versa. Um, so I think that that's going to be really important just going, going in straight away. I've, I've played with Benaja as well overseas. I've played with Beck. Um, and I do know some of the other players a little bit. So I, I think that initial familiarity and just respect for each other um, will be really, really instrumental in hopefully creating a bit of chemistry straight away with the group um, and trust. And sometimes that can be really hard to develop um, so quickly. So I think those kinds of things will be really um, important um, straight away. Um, which is exciting. It's nice and it's exciting to go into someplace and already have those sort of um, bonds and relationships. Um, yeah, I think, look, the part of um, my game that I sort of hang my hat on always is um, being a hard worker. Um, I like to get in the gym. I like to work um, work on my game and all of those kinds of things. And then I like to obviously be sort of um, just the player that comes in and does whatever you need me to do sort of thing in a game as well. So I'm hoping that that sort of, um, uh, I guess style, um, will be something that lends itself to earning the respect of the other players, um, and having them trust me as well. Um, I, I like to, you know, I hope that I'm viewed as just that good teammate that, um, is reliable something that I have been in the past and would like to bring here. Um, so I'm hoping that that kind of, I guess, role straight away um, and nature of my game will be something that, um, yeah, I guess makes the, the rest of the team who don't know me sort of, um, at least initially, um, respect me in terms of just knowing that, you know, I'm going to work really, really hard and do whatever you guys you know, kind of need me to do. 